0: Welcome to Closer to the Fire from the Voice of the Martyrs Canada with a focus on the persecuted church around the world. I'm Greg Musselman. Well, last summer we watched in horror as images were coming out of Afghanistan as thousands of Afghans were determined to leave the country. Of course that happened because the Islamic militant group, the Taliban were back in control of that troubled nation. Thousands fled the country and we watched in disbelief as thousands converged on the airport in Kabul There were many, of course, trying to leave the country, going to neighboring countries like Pakistan, any way that they could get out. Now, the Taliban was trying to calm fears to the international community, of course, with the billions of dollars in aid that are coming in, that they wouldn't have retribution for those who worked with the previous government in Afghanistan or foreign governments like Canada. And they also were promising that women and girls would be treated fairly according to their version of Sharia law. Most governments around the world were skeptical and for good reason. Now, at the time, we were asking some of our partners that are working in Afghanistan, what is the future for the small Christian population in the country now that the Taliban was back in control? Joining me to talk about the situation in Afghanistan a year after the Taliban took over control and how the Christians are faring is Shoaib Abadi. He is a pastor and a television host. He's also the executive director of Square One World Media in Winnipeg. He is an Afghan Christian. Shoaib, thank you so much for joining me again.
1: Uh, I'm glad to be with you.
0: You know, when we talked about the situation a year ago, uh, there was a lot of, you know, despair. I mean, what would happen not only to the people of Afghanistan, but especially for the Christians? Uh, It looked pretty bleak at that time. How are things now?
1: Uh, The things are now uh, not better than uh, last year. Uh, You know, that some, uh, I would say, hundreds of Afghan Christians, they fled Afghanistan uh, to Pakistan and also to Dubai, uh, Abu Dhabi. There is still some of them there. Uh, they are very, the environment is not good there because they basically, uh, they don't have much freedom in those countries and their future is also unknown uh, for those who left Afghanistan, for those Afghan Christians. And as you know that most of Afghan Christians who are living inside Afghanistan, they are their backgrounds are uh, Tajiks uh, and Hazaras. and Hazaras. And we know that when Taliban came, that those uh, northern and central part of Afghanistan, their fighting is ongoing. It's ongoing. And we know, we hear every day that they are attacking, they are killing, uh, Taliban are killing civilians. And uh, also they want revenge from those who worked uh, for the government, previous government. And uh, we know that some Afghan Christians, they work for a different uh, organization just to provide for their families. And they are under uh, threat, uh, basically daily threat that they, they live in uh, danger. And one of the things that also we measure is that uh, through our uh, TV show that we have, like right. before we were uh, getting uh, almost uh, three to five calls every week or more than that, five to 10 calls. But uh, last uh, several months, these calls, people are afraid, basically. Uh, People are afraid. We hear some of the uh, stories that the Taliban uh, stop people and they want to search their uh, mobile phones and all. Uh, But uh, yeah, uh, people are afraid, including Afghan Christians.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty disheartening. So the promises the Taliban uh, made, uh, they're not fulfilling. I mean, I've heard the news reports and, you know, we hear things that are going on. uh, And maybe even some of our Western governments are trying to downplay some of that. You know, I don't know all the motivation, you know, certainly, but uh, when you look at the situation and hear from the people that uh, are in the country, you talk about that fear. Uh, how are things for the Christians in particular? And again, we're not talking about millions, we're talking about thousands, but even in talking about the thousands, that's a miracle over 20 years with many of these Muslims uh, you know, making the decision to follow Jesus and then immediately uh, going under persecution even before the Taliban uh, took over. So what is the current situation? What are some of the Christians that are still in the country that you're able to talk to? And again, we can't give any security issues away here yeah. because of some of that, but what are you hearing?
1: Uh, what we hear from Afghan Christians inside Afghanistan, there are many challenges, like any other Afghan, but specifically about Afghan Christians. Number one is uh, most of them they lost their jobs okay, because they were working for different organizations foreign organizations or ngos or in the government they lost their jobs and specifically women specifically women because some of these women they are the uh, only provider for their family they lost their husband or there is no other one and they lost their job we we got an um, uh, afghan woman christian that she called us and she says uh, she lost her job and also she has a two uh, disabled child children, oh. and how she can provide alongside the other children. And uh, these are the uh, main uh, challenges. And the other one is as well, that the uh, cr- uh, fear creates more fear. Uh, it's always and this uh, fear in the society, fear about everything. Uh, could you imagine like going out uh, or a woman that they are not allowed uh, now to uh, travel more than 25 kilometers uh, away from their city. Basically, if you, if a woman, like a single woman uh, that uh, provide for her family, if wanna uh, travel to another um, uh, province, they need to bring either a brother or a father or some, uh, another uh, uh, male uh, person in the family. Right. And, and that's creates a lot of challenges uh, specifically for some people when they are sick, they still, they don't care. like. You go from northern Afghanistan to the central or from south to the north, then you have to bring, if the woman is sick, then you have to bring someone else. Yeah, it a, creates a lot of fear and challenges for Afghan Christians and in terms of jobs and also in terms of security. Yes, uh, we are, uh, you know, that uh, like uh, all these uh, media outlets that were uh, active before, now they're what they, they call a self-censorship. Right. uh basically because of the fear they cannot say the things that they hear or the things that they see because of the uh these are uh, everything you heard that a lot of journalists they were beaten and uh, uh there are a lot of the instances that creates uh fear and including uh, among afghan uh, christians and uh, uh, but uh, thank god there is another uh part of it by god's mercy and grace we do get sometimes calls where people even the most conservative area of Northern Afghanistan. They call us, believers call us and they say, hey, we are here a family, we worship together, we pray Uh together, we meet with other families. Yeah, sometimes uh, we know in the Western context, it's very difficult to understand, uh, but this is the reality of life, uh, that uh, in the midst of darkness, in the midst of uh, uh, death and life situation, Christians, followers of Jesus, still they are meeting, and their families, they're meeting with us, they're trying to help others, they're trying to help the poor people, and yeah, they they do all uh, these things to be salt and
0: light. How can we best help them then? Now you talk about a lady that has lost her husband, a disabled child, Um, can we get practical things uh, into the country to help out our brothers and sisters in Christ?
1: Uh, Like uh, one of the things, uh, by the way, that was a the it kind of a, that lady uh, called us and after our show another afghan christian from los angeles a woman wow uh, she was watching our show and she called us she said okay i'm gonna support this woman and uh just r- right in in one hour uh she got and later on in a couple of weeks she called us back and she thanked god for the support but what we say is uh yes uh we can uh like uh uh, through uh, different organizations who work Christian organization, I mean uh, who work inside Afghanistan, there is a ways to send money. Now Western Union is working uh, in Afghanistan, uh, but uh, the way that we uh, support them, we make sure that we uh, follow all the security measures, not to kind of uh, uh, reveal any details or any situation. Yes, but uh, I would suggest uh, uh, to support those organizations who Mm -hmm. uh, have a direct contact inside Afghanistan or with Afghan believers uh, like uh, Voice of the Murderers and also other organizations like ours we do. Yeah. I I, I think one of the things what you could do is uh, there is a a page hopeforafghans.com. Hope for Afghans as well. Yeah.
0: Okay. And we're going to put the websites uh, on our show notes on the podcast so people uh, can get a hold of your organization or Voice of the Martyrs. Uh, You know, we want to continue to be that light. Let's talk about your program because, I mean, it's always been important because it's not easy to do, you know, evangelism, as we call it, or share the gospel of Jesus in Afghanistan, even before the Taliban uh, came back in power after 20 years. And, of course, there was before that the Taliban. It's always been a very difficult place. But even now, with the way the situation is, because it is so dangerous, people are even more fearful than before. So a program like yours is so important. Tell me about some of the things you're doing, Shuai, in terms of bringing the gospel there, uh, encouraging the church, thats the small church that's in Afghanistan, and also reaching out to those that are feeling fear, even from Muslim communities. That's one of the things that we uh,
1: do during our uh, program. We teach the life of Jesus, the life of Jesus. Sometimes we think, we as believers, we think that Afghanistan is like the, uh, in the Old Testament era kind of similarities. It's always fighting, always revenge and all. And we, what we do is we teach to Afghan people how they can know Jesus, how they can understand Jesus' teaching. And that's uh, uh, the big thing that can change hearts of people in, inside Afghanistan. It can be for example these days Muslims around the world they have a this uh, festival of uh, sacrifice and mm-hmm. what we do is we teach the perfect tar- sacrifice of Jesus for our sins to change our life, the transformation that we receive from Jesus and they can uh, do this and also what we do is we also uh, talk about uh, word of God about ng about uh, the good news how they can access it it's very difficult nowadays to send the hard copy but we have it online afghanbibles.org afghanbibles.org they can listen to it they can download it as a uh, pdf file or they can download as a podcast uh, or audio file and uh, these are the things that we do and also what we do is we uh talk about the current issues in afghanistan from a perspective uh, from the biblical perspectives from biblical perspective we talk for example when they do uh, these uh, new rules against the women uh, or uh, they uh, there are a lot of uh, genocides about certain ethnic groups like uh, against hazaras we talk openly about it that uh, jesus loves all people the same and these are the things that and by the way Uh, most of our audience, uh, they are Muslims. They are uh, young Muslims uh, that are young couples. They are Muslims that they wanted uh, uh, to hear uh, a different opinion. And now because of the uh, social media, because of the internet technology, these uh, uh, young Muslims inside Afghanistan, they are eager to see new things, to hear about the new things because the way that they continued for centuries, it didn't work. It doesn't work now. It doesn't work. It, does, it did not bring peace. They don't have a peace. It did not bring forgiveness. It did not bring a grace to the people. It did not prosper the country. And now they are questioned. And this is what I, I always ask them. Please question. Question, question, question. And when they question and they seek and they uh, go to Google to type and they uh, find uh, biblical answers
0: yeah and one of the things that especially under more of a hardcore islamic country like afghanistan uh to even question islam is dangerous so by watching your program uh, i mean it can be dangerous it's it's great when both let's say young couple both of them are eager to find out but if it's just one and not the other there's just so many uh, you know, obstacles for people, you know, being able to see the program. But when they see it, then if they respond, do you think, uh, Schwaib, it's going to be like it uh, was in Iran under, you know, an Islamic government there that promised, you know, prosperity and this is going to be the, you know, an Islamic utopia? Uh, and then so many, you know, people in, in, in Iran have turned away from Islam and are turning to Jesus. I mean, Iran has the fastest growing church percentage wise in the world. Do you think that's going to happen in Afghanistan because of the Taliban? And again, this hard, you know, core rule under Sharia law, under the Taliban?
1: Uh, I think in terms of a political, if you see, yeah, there are a lot of uh, similarities. Uh, if you say like uh, 45 years ago, with uh, Iran, uh, now it's the Taliban. Now it's the same. You know, the Taliban, they had uh, this big meeting a couple of days ago last week, and they Basically, the decision was anyone who fights against their regime, they consider them as infidel or they have to be uh, put to death. And that's what they decided in their uh, leaders' uh, meeting. But one thing is that this time uh, in Afghanistan, the growth of church would be 10 or more times faster than Iran. Wow. Uh, That's the... That's the difference. That's the difference because 40 years ago in Iran, you didn't have much of TV channels. You didn't have much of uh, money, social media. You didn't have money obvious, but nowadays it's everything is active. Every, all of most of the Afghan Christians, like we have a, uh, a kind of a team of uh, um, Afghan Christian leaders, like 30 of us, 30, 35 of us. All mm-hmm. of us, we are always focusing on Afghanistan. All of us, we are sharing uh, the gospel. Uh, for afghanistan what i am saying that the growth of the church in afghanistan in the next 5 10 years would be 10 times more than what's happened in here.
0: wow that's uh, that's encouraging um you're right uh, the you know the social media the satellite uh, what you're doing uh, what others are doing uh, you know with the even getting the bible in through the iPhones and again that's i know why the taliban is you know, confiscating people's iPhones and computers, trying to find out if in fact they have what they see as hostile to what they're trying to do. I mean, I guess the only fear really groups like the Taliban have uh, is to cause fear that if you hear about, even by listening to your program could put them at danger. How do we best then pray for our brothers and sisters in Afghanistan and for those that are seeking so that fear won't, drive them even further underground and and they won't be able to shine out the line of the gospel
1: yeah what uh, i would say for example i give you an example last a couple of weeks ago a young man called uh, to our show and he doesn't want to go live because he's afraid of his yeah. life he said might, somebody might be listened to but what i always uh, suggest and i will ask your viewers to pray that that their faith would be strengthened their faith would be strengthened that The Holy Spirit will teach them. When you know, when the Holy Spirit comes, when the faith is strong, then the wisdom comes alongside of it. wisdom comes and they will find a way. They will find a way. The same, uh, you are traveling all around the world. You see uh, the the worst and the best kind of. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I I think uh, the best is yet to come. And uh, as your people, I would like to ask, just pray that they will, be touched by the Holy Spirit, they will be strengthened in their faith, and there will be
0: breakthrough, through the darkness, breakthrough through this current situation, there will be. Well, we know one thing about uh, the Holy Spirit. Uh, You know, borders, regimes, terrorist organizations can't stop the Holy Spirit from getting a hold of somebody's heart. Now, we understand that people are human, and there's real fear, and there's challenges. You, You know, you hear many of those stories. Uh, you know families have been broken up some have left the country some can't get out of the country so prior to the Taliban coming back uh, into control is that six eight ten thousand we don't know Uh, I mean I heard you speak recently in Winnipeg and uh, you gave an excellent presentation and if you go to Mission Fest Manitoba I believe you can see your message there was so powerful gives history uh, why you know afghans you know afghanistan is in the situation it's in and when it comes to christianity it was a brilliant presentation but when you look at the numbers it's hard to know and let's say there was eight thousand uh afghani christian afghan christians uh, prior uh, to the taliban coming in do we know how many might be there now have many of them left um have some come to the lord jesus uh, since the taliban is in control i mean I mean, these are difficult and even in places like Canada to get those kind of statistics. But just kind of based on, uh, you know, your conversations with our friends in Afghanistan uh, and other organizations that are working there.
1: It is uh, is a difficult time because what's now uh, the priority, people's priority, uh, Afghan people's priority now is to find a, a secure place, to find a peace and also to find food and water. For all, and that—that's basically the, ba- the the basic needs for all people of Afghanistan, including uh, thousands of Afghan uh, Christians. But what we hear is uh, the work continues. We do not know. Uh, we do not know exactly what is going on uh, in a, in, the, uh, in the Lord's eyes. But from the past experience, from the past experience, I can say. That the Lord is at work, new people every day. He, here is the point. Well, what we know is people are questioning. Yeah. And that's the greatest start. Like what I would see, hundreds of thousands of Afghans now questioning, specifically young people, young generation. I mean from grade uh, from age 16 to 25. They are questioning. They are questioning everything, their own faith their past, their present, their future. And they are, they have all mobile. And they, when they question, they ask. And that's why, like some of them, our colleagues, when they do Instagram uh, videos, short videos about uh, Jesus, teachings about life of Jesus, now they are watched hundreds, thousands of times.
0: And that's something that the previous generation did not have, uh, social media. And again, the Holy Spirit's been working in Afghanistan for 2000 years in that part of the world that we know that. And there's just amazing things that are going on in the midst of it. But it doesn't, again, negate our responsibility uh, to be able to help. Uh, so i'm going to get you to pray in just a few moments but there's are there some things that we need to know right now in terms of how we can pray and again practical things again we're going to have website information on the show notes so people want to engage with the various ministries that are working there including voice of the martyrs but what are some of the things you'd like to share uh right now shuai that we need to know so we can be effective in how we pray for for afghanistan uh, we do
1: is as you know that Hundreds of Afghan Christians are living outside Afghanistan, as refugees, And uh, some denominations, including Mennonite brethren and other Mennonite denomination, we come together, we uh, did a task force to bring some, a couple hundreds of those Afghan Christians who live in Indonesia, in Pakistan, in Turkey, and in Abu Dhabi, to bring them to Canada as part of this 40,000 federal government, uh, Canadian federal government commitment. And just pray that uh, more churches will come. I, this is through MCC, and also it's uh, uh, my uh, friend Arley. Uh, arley is uh, managing this as well. Um, he and I and a couple others we are managing. And his email is very easy: Arley at pamteam.org. A r l e y at pam p a m uh, team uh, dot org and if they are willing to sponsor an afghan christian family they can contact him and we are the, the desperate are finding churches and individuals right. who can bring because these hundreds of afghan christians they are living in a limbo situation anytime they can be forced to go back to afghanistan where they you don't know if they will be persecuted there because they have a, a christian identity in those countries and also in those countries they are Um, under pressure from the families uh, their children and from the Muslim uh, Afghan Muslims their communities yeah they they are in a very dangerous situation and for us the clock goes forward but for them as the clocks goes it's every day is a challenge every day is a challenge they do not have a job they uh, live in a very bad situation and I would like to ask your viewers to pray about it and if there are please send an email to arley at palmteam.org.
0: Okay, I'm going to put uh, Arley's information on. He's a good brother. You talked about MCC, Mennonite Central Committee, who have been doing an amazing work for many, many years, uh, helping refugees uh, with, you know, some of these Christian families uh, from Afghanistan that have come in. Uh, We want to support them. Uh, What about the ones that are still in the country do for the most part do they want to come out or are there some just feeling like you know god has called me here i'm staying no matter what and again we're never ever going to judge if somebody wants to leave a country because of the violence you know i've got three daughters uh, you know and now two granddaughters and if i was living in afghanistan under the taliban the future for women and girls is is not very good i'd want to leave too but what about the ones that want to stay, uh, and and how again can we support them if they're determined, you know, not to leave the country and you know share Jesus?
1: Yeah, I would uh, suggest uh, certainly a prayer that there are there are hundreds of those Afghan Christians that they decided to be inside. They want to help their neighbors, they want to help their communities, and they want to live there. And uh, that's and also what I would like. Uh, also to pray is that God will open for other Afghan Christians who live in the West, that they can go back as well. There is another right, possibility yeah. that uh, those Afghans hundreds, and by now I would say thousands of Afghan Christians, they live outside um, Afghanistan, that there will be open doors to go back inside uh, to uh, serve Afghans in different uh, ways. Just to pray yeah. for those who are inside Afghanistan, I think that most is that God will provide their specifically now is their uh, physical needs and in, in terms of uh, the food, uh, food, right. water, jobs. And that's the, uh, the essential things that they need now. And uh, also, if uh, our brothers and sisters in Canada, they can help those organizations like Voice of the Murders, like uh, the other places, like um, uh, Pamir Ministries, uh, they are also working with um, afghans inside afghanistan if they can help them that would be great
0: yeah and we will continue to do that and uh, you know and to make people aware of what's happening in that nation and as you mentioned earlier there's forty thousand afghans that uh, the canadian government has promised to bring to this country it's been a slow process uh, you know, we've got the situation going on in Ukraine, uh, you know, bringing Ukrainians to Canada. Uh, the immigration process is just so bottled up right now. Uh, but there will be eventually, you know, 40,000 Afghans coming to Canada. Most, of course, will be Muslim. And here's an opportunity to share the gospel uh, with uh, with Af- Afghans that have come to this nation. Uh, we so appreciate, uh, the, you know, the open doors that Canada is. I mean you 're first generation canadian i 'm my grandparents came from Norway and the u s so all of us are really uh, you know either immigrants or refugees, and we want to continue to see Canada to be the nation that I believe God has a special purpose for, I believe he has for all nations in the world but there's just something about this nation where people can come and at least have an opportunity freely to hear the gospel so that's something that we want to continue to pray and i know it's happening uh, you know in in other uh, ethnic communities across our nation and we'll pray that for the people coming from afghanistan should i before we close can you lead us in prayer i mean there's so many things that that are are burning you know for afghanistan but uh, let's just spend some time in prayer because that is the most important thing we can do. And uh, before you do that, is there anything else you want to share? And then we'll, we'll go into no, prayer. Well,
1: thank you. And thank you all your uh, listeners and viewers. Yeah, so let's pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, this day. We thank you for your grace and mercy, for your blessings here in Canada, in our families. Mm-hmm. You blessed us more than we need or more than we deserve. We thank you, Lord. As we think about Afghanistan, Lord, I pray that you bring your shalom, your peace, your peace in Afghanistan through the Prince of Peace, through Mm -hmm. the Lord Jesus, Lord, through his forgiveness, through his grace, through his mercy, through his love. Lord, I pray that peace will be in Afghanistan among ethnic groups, among all the conflicts and also in the families. There will be peace in the families. Lord, I want to pray for our brothers and sisters, Afghan brothers and sisters who in the faith, in the house of the faith. Lord, I pray for them that you give them a strength, provide their daily bread. I pray, Lord, that you provide them their daily bread, their daily need. Lord, I pray for all those Afghan Christian workers who are spreading the gospel in Afghanistan, that you open the doors for them. Open the door, Lord. I pray that you protect Afghan Christians inside Afghanistan, from Taliban, from terrorist groups, from evil one, from temptation. And Lord, we give them into your hand. Mm -hmm. You're going to look after them and you're going to use them, those hundreds of African Christians who are called to serve in their communities, to serve their neighbors. Lord, I pray that you help them, Lord, protect them, give them the Holy Spirit. And also for us here in Canada, different mission agencies who work in Afghanistan. Lord, I pray that you provide all our needs. Thank you for Greg and what the voice of the murdered Lord, I pray that you bless them
0: abundantly. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Shwai. It's uh, just such a pleasure to work with you. I love your your passion. And uh, we're going to have you back sometime because I'd like you to share a little of your story as well. You come from a Muslim background, and so you understand uh, really the you know just some of the many obstacles that uh you know our muslim friends not only in afghanistan but all around the world uh you know to come into that relationship with jesus and then once that light comes on uh there's people like yourself that uh, get so excited about uh doing god's kingdom work so thank you for all that you're doing amen
1: thank you brother god bless you
0: and, you know, with this podcast, we just want to remind people, too, that uh, you can just kind of check a little box there that, uh, that you give it a rating. And that uh, just helps other people know that Closer to the Fire is available or share it with your friends. Uh, you know, it's just something that we want to you know get people praying. That's, the, again, the most important thing. And then looking for practical things that we can do. And, again, if you want to get a hold of Square One World Media doing amazing work, not just in Afghanistan. I mean, how many countries are you working in?
1: Uh, we uh, produce uh, Christian uh, uh, media uh, in seven languages. Uh, they are uh, English, uh, Arabic, uh, Low German, Ukrainian, uh, Russian, uh,
0: Spanish, and uh, Persian or Dari. Wow, it's it's just wonderful. Out of the great city of Winnipeg, uh, Square One uh, is the website. Voice of the Martyrs is VOM Canada dot com and shuai Body again you're a pastor you're a television host you're a father you're a busy guy uh, as mentioned you're an afghan canadian and uh, working again with a wonderful ministry as the executive director of square one world media out of winnipeg so again thank you for all you're doing and uh, we'll be in touch real soon again and god bless you and uh, thank you for all you're doing for god's kingdom around the world
1: amen thank you for your great work
0: And remember, the closer you are to Jesus, the closer you are to the fire.